0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Agents Unfiltered. Hey, where we talk about the do's, the don'ts, and the what the fuck's of real estate.
1: And today, we're going to be talking about taking a cold lead and turning it into a closed deal.
0: Yes. And before we start, I just want to remind people to follow us on
2: at Agents Unfiltered on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can also get to our personals from there if you decide you like us enough for that. Pretty (laughs) fun. Pretty fun. (laughs) trying to find a date. Hey. Maybe you girls, got time for that, I don't, know, I don't know how you guys like. I was telling them this morning. I was like, I feel like between all the extracurriculars and me trying to market myself and do these open houses and start like walking around and doing door knocking and all the kind of all the all the all the fun stuff, I'm like I don't even feel like I have time for dating because I don't want to get distracted right now when I'm really building this momentum. A, I'm like, how do you guys have time for kids? Like, how do you do it? How do you I know. fit everything? <laughs> it's like, wild. Three kids is way more responsibility than a boyfriend. (laughs) I I just literally don't know. Which is why I I don't date. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Slash also, girl. when you're out of a bad relationship, then, you know,
0: Yeah. it makes you feel like you have a lot more free time. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm looking for the next bag when I'm Just
0: kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. We have to vet them first, so. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so today, cold leads. Let's yes.
2: chat a little bit about cold leads. Maybe talk about the difference between cold, warm, and hot. Okay, Because yes. coming in, I, like, mm-hmm. okay, I would have no idea. Yeah.
0: So cold leads are where they are um, clicking on a link or from a lead gen system like OpCity City or something, you know, where they're not really necessarily even interested in a specific home. They have clicked on something and now they're in your inbox or they are on the phone. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> that's kind of the difference. Warm leads are more, um, you know, a lead like who's interested in a specific home and they've got a question on it, um, somebody coming in um, from social media marketing, you know, where like they don't really necessarily know you, but they're interested in real estate, they're interested in information about a home or selling a home or something like that. And then you have, of course, your hobbies, which are like personal referrals, people you know, you know, where you already have that connection and they're already v- invested in you. Yes. And so you don't really have to do much work to convert them. Nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. door knocking for my first time I know we talked about that so tonight tonight is the night oh tomorrow (laughs) today's Thursday Thursday tomorrow's Friday everything's so jumbled
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay tomorrow tomorrow Tomorrow. (laughs) and you're gonna report back how it goes
2: yeah yeah I'm gonna bring Mm -hmm. flyers around like here's my face and you're
1: doing it the night before the open that you're doing in the same neighborhood yeah yeah. and so I'm
2: gonna have like for the neighborhood an hour before the actual open house like a little quote-unquote VIP for just the neighbors to come look at it. So, um, they can kind of maybe see what the house is going for, how similar it is to theirs, if they want to maybe less or, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I haven't done that before, but I've heard a lot of good things about doing that. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I think it's going to go great. There you go.
2: Another yeah, yeah. cold
1: leave. Yeah. Uh, so let's say you get a cold lead. Let's say you get either you know an email or a phone call. Your lead generator sends you a person. What is the first step that you
2: take when you get a full a cold lead? Hi, my name is Ali. I'm about to be your favorite agent.
1: Do you call them? Do you <laughs> Just like that, them? very mundane. Do you email them? What's your like?
2: Let's say what comes into your inbox. I call. I'm like a very get them on the phone. Mm-hmm. They hear your voice. They can make a connection with you. Um and then try to meet with them as soon as possible or get a showing underway. Cause even if they aren't pre-approved yet, I've noticed like I'll still go show them the home because people feel worse about ghosting you if they've actually met you. Yeah. And there's so much of that in this industry because people get piqued by curiosity a lot but aren't always committed. So like the sooner that you can kind of get them in a committed relationship with you, <laughs> the better. Speaking of relationships. Who <laughs> knew yes.
0: huh. that lead in was coming? <laughs> <laughs> But it's so true though. I mean, if you think about, um, you know, when they can put a face, to the name one, they're less, less likely to probably just waste your time, mm-hmm. you know, cause they see you as a person too. Yeah. And you it's easier to create a bond. Yeah. It's way
2: easier to create a bond that way. Yeah. Engage their personality. Cause it's hard to gauge over messaging, what someone's mm-hmm. like, and you never know what voice they're reading for you if yeah. you've never spoken to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm a big caller. I call right away. I think we talked about this a little bit in our, other podcasts was the one when we were talking about different ways to get clients. But um, I definitely like I go through the steps of okay, this is the home you're looking at. Do you, are you working with a realtor? Are you working with a lender? Kind of like scoping out everything and then being solution based on that. Like don't ever be like, oh, well, I can't do this if you don't have this. Never say can't. Never have any like negative connotation. Just be solution oriented and getting to the next step. Yeah. So, Yeah. And then if they don't answer when you call, cause I'm the same way. I always,
1: am like, I want to call them as fast as possible. Mm If they don't answer, I usually send them a quick text and an email as well. And the cool thing about if you have an iPhone is you can save your name and picture so that when you text someone with an iPhone, you can share it to them. So they'll already have your face and your name in your, in their contact, which I think is really cool cause then they actually see what you look like. But I Mm will just send a quick text that says, you know, Hi, this is Cassie Day with Touchstone Real Estate. I saw you'd inquired about properties. When's a good time for us to chat? And then I will also send an
0: email as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All the follow-up. All the follow-up. Yeah. And so much of it too, I think, is in when you're chatting with them or text is, you know, instead of asking them, oh, so um, are you interested in like purchasing or, you know, if, are you interested is I saw you were interested in this. Yes you know, yeah. how can I help you? I think there's just different ways to phrase it that makes people think, okay, like, you know, they, they are, you're already leading them into that, yes. as opposed to them saying, oh no, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really interested yeah. in just kind of getting off the phone, because a lot of people are kind of like that, yeah. and, um, but you got to follow up with uh, text and email too. And yeah.
1: it's good to add a call to action in the text and email. It will
0: like make them think Oh, I need to respond
1: like I will always try and say like when's a good time for us to talk because often they'll say well I'm free at this time not always but mm-hmm. if they do respond They'll usually give me a time frame that we can chat.
0: So what do you guys do if um, Someone calls on a prop- a specific property, but it's pending. Yeah,
2: I actually so um, two different things if they call on a property it's pending or even I have a listing right now that has—it's you have to do cash or have a different kind of lending that can't be conventional or FHA because it's on leased land, um, and it was you know a manufactured home put on it. But um, so yeah, harder to find lending for that. So I've gotten a few leads from that listing where their certain financing won't work. But I asked if they're working with an agent and I'm like, you know what, this property may not work out for you. Um, if we can try to make it work, but if it doesn't, like I still would be so happy to help you find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's the gal I just actually got off the phone with. Um, she's going to figure out if this place can somehow work for her, but if not, she said that she'd love to live with me. So great to convert from listings or maybe, um, you are the listing agent but obviously only one person's going to get the place. And so all the other leads that contact you, if they're not working with someone already there's an opportunity right in your lap and then if something's already pending same sort of thing I'm sorry this home is pending um, we can keep an eye on it if you're super super interested we can ask if they're taking backup offers and um, if you want to keep looking somewhere else around the area also happy to help you get you on you know emails with everything in the area and then go
1: from there yeah I'll usually say You know, there's a lot of, there's other homes that are like this one that are available. Can I send you a list of properties that may work for you? Um, And then if they're, if they're really just kind of wanting to get off the phone, I'll just say like, I would love to send you a list of properties that may work. Um, If they're more chatty, I'll say, what are you looking for? You know, how many bedrooms, how many baths? I want to find you a property that fits. While yeah. You're meeting and just kind of dig a little deeper. But sometimes they just don't really want to be on the phone. Mm-hmm. But I've had clients that I've <clears throat> set up on a search with like a comparable property that have then ended up reaching back out and saying, I want to go look at this. Mm-hmm. And so it can it can turn something around.
0: Yeah. And I think part of that is just consistently following up. Like a lot of times you'll call, text, and email, and you don't hear anything back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, our thought. In our office, is a follow up, follow up, follow up. Like you don't stop, yeah, until they ask you to stop. Ask you to because stop. I can't tell you how many times we don't hear from someone, and then three or six months down the road, because we've continued to follow up, they reach out, yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, who was that again? You know, because you just it was so long ago,
1: you don't even recognize the name. Yeah, I try and save my contacts with like a note and what they were looking for, because I've definitely had that happen where a client that I worked with months ago reaches back out and says, I'm ready to buy. And I'm like, okay, who are you? What were you looking for? You end up with so many leaves that are cold that it's hard to keep track. But it's kind of of cool because when you are staying in front of them, unless they explicitly ask you to leave them alone, you're going to be the face that pops into their mind when they're ready. And I've had that happen where like nine months later, the client calls me and says, okay, I'm ready. I've
0: got my down payment together. I want to look at this house. Mm -hmm. And then you find them a house. Absolutely. When I was um, years ago, when I when I first started really working with cold leads, um, I I didn't do a great job with them. To be totally honest, I kind of was like, eh, it's so awkward, it's uncomfortable, so and I don't really want to have to like reach out to these people, especially if they had been like a cold lead that I had maybe reached out originally, but then hadn't reached out to again for months. And finally, one day, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go through every single cold lead I have in my system. And I probably, I mean, it wasn't just one day, I think it took a few days, but I reached out to well over 150, 200 people. And it was such a good lesson for me because I, I, I don't remember if I generated any business from it, but I do remember that there were quite a few that said, oh, I ended up buying three months ago or a month ago. Or we're under contract and i it was such a good lesson to learn because I was like, well, apparently I should have followed up and I didn't because, you know, you get busy and you have clients and you're like, oh, well, I'll, I'll get to that later. And I feel like that's one of the biggest um, issues that lead follow up is just procrastination in our industry of oh, I'll get to that later or I'm trying to work with these people right now that are right in front of me. So I can't really see the cold leads that you know are three or six or months, nine months down the road. So yeah. it was a good lesson. it was a good learning lesson. Mm-hmm. And I've never mm-hmm. let that happen again. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Nice and It doesn't mean that people don't still know I with other agents, but at least I know I've done everything I should be doing for yeah. them. And
1: that's mm-hmm. why drip campaigns are a beautiful thing. Put them on a drip campaign, they're getting an email from you, however often you have it set up. And then I just try and go through mine every so often and say, Who do I need to re up? Who do I need to reach
0: out to? I'm sitting here like, Damn, maybe I should (laughs) go through all my call points. Do it. It's it's a little humbling, but it's also so good. And a lot of times, you know, at that point where I haven't reached out to them in so long, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily call. You know, I usually shoot a text like, Hey, just wanted to check in. I blah, 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 you know, whatever I say. And, um, but you, you'd be surprised how many texts you get back. Um, and some people who, you know, are just like, oh, I'm not looking anymore, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But it's good to do it because you just never know. I mean, you could get business from it. I may have. I just I just remember the other side of that lesson more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you need to be helpful. Yes, it's true. It's true. And so I think one of the other things we kind of started to get into was, um, as far as like building trust with clients, is setting them up with, Um, or with cold leads is setting them up with a team of people, including a lender or a pool of lenders that you trust that you know is going to take good care of them because oftentimes when cold leads come in, they're not pre-approved.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then once you like have your group of lenders that you really like to work with, you know, which personality is going to work best with each person and who they're really going to, you know, vibe with. So it's really nice to be able to like match people up and kind of be that matchmaker where you're like, okay, this is the team that's really going to work the best for you. And you're going to be like the most protected and like you can, you know, banter back and forth or there are certain people that are more charismatic and sort certain people that are more like nitty gritty. Here's, you know, I need my numbers, the numbers, the info, Mm -hmm. like I don't need the rest. That's all I want. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and the other thing with um, the lenders too, I
0: think is you have to have a pool of lenders who is willing to, be solution oriented as well and problem solvers because how many times do we send people, especially coldly, to we have no idea we have no idea what their situation is. Send them and they're not approved right away, or they need a different type of loan. And so it's really important to have lenders who are to say, "Here's here's how we can get you there," or "Here's how um, you need to do these few things," or "You need to do this type of loan," or "This is the price point." But they're working with them as opposed to just being
2: like denied. Sorry. Yeah, there was a lender that I met up with in the very beginning of when I came back from my, my little hiatus. <laughs> um, and he was awesome, but a lot of the leads I was getting at the time were from Opsity. And Opsity goes in and out sometimes are amazing. And it, there's a certain point in time, there was a lot of people that I got that um, needed more to go the lender route and get you know their finances together and get extra help that way versus um, working with a realtor right away. But in the beginning for me, um, I would send them to the same lender and I was just like, man, I feel like I'm just like feeding him things that aren't working out because, you know, you want to be able to feed someone on this business and have them be like, I love to work with this realtor. And I'm like, I'm handing him like a lot of things that are hard to work with right now. And I think I got a little embarrassed and so I kind of like stopped sending things to him as much because I didn't want to put all that work on him. But then he realized, in the long run, like those are just long-term nurturing leads and they're never upset to get a lead. Mm -hmm. And so that was a lesson for me (laughs) because I think sometimes in the beginning, like if you're like, if it's not working right away, it's not working at all. And that was a lesson that I had to learn. Sometimes things take longer to come to fruition and it's not shameful. That's just how it works. (laughs) And
0: it's it's not a bad thing because that's what keeps your business consistent over time. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of cold leads. Yeah, Don't be afraid of them. They are harder to work. going to go through more leads than what you know you would with warm or hot leads to get to deals closed but it's so worth it and you can build the best
2: relationships through full leads you can and
1: i think one thing that i learned when i actually when i used to work insurance i always worried about annoying people by reaching out to them and i remember being told like unless they explicitly tell you to stop keep reaching out cuz you're staying in front of them
0: on that point. Yeah, uh, that's how I am. Like I'm not somebody who yeah. takes phone calls that I that I know are no. like my telemarketers or people you know that I'm like I just if I'm not ready. But I will remember, I do remember the people that have stayed in touch yes. and continue to email me and I 100% am loyal and I will go with them. Yes. What uh, I
1: was going to say it came back is like how many touches does it take to turn a cold lead into a closed deal? Like it takes a lot. It's Like 18. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just Okay, I talked to you this one time. I sent you this email. I sent you a quick text. It takes staying in front of them for a while for them to turn into something.
2: Yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, one thing for me is I just like don't have shame, so I'll ask people <laughs> point blank if you know. So I there was a few um, leads that I got from Zillow from people looking at one of my listings, and um, it was a lake property, and so people were kind of either. Looking at it for retirement or a summer home, and um, there's a specific guy who said that his wife was going to go into a like 55 plus community, um, but it wasn't something that he really wanted to do. When he wanted to like have a cabin that he could be fishing at, and that was more you know what he wanted to do um, with his retirement. And so they were going to be listing their house, and I was like, hey, I know that you know you don't know me from anyone, and we're just like having this conversation for the first time, but. The area that you live in, I've never had the chance to have signage in. And if you would just, you know, give me the opportunity, I would love to talk to you about listing your home. And he I think he just wasn't expecting <laughs> me to be so straightforward with him. Um and so he was like, you know what? I've had a great experience with you showing me this home. You've been honest about everything. Um and he like he he told me he goes, I like that, you know, you don't beat around the bush. He yes. goes, I would, you know, love to discuss that. And so um that's been one that I've been nurturing. We talked a little on the phone a couple of times after that and um, mm-hmm. so I've sent him some mail since then. So that's actually another one that I need to re-reach out to, but it's possible. Be a no monster. Have you heard that term? Mm-hmm. Look for people to say no because there's going to be a handful of people where you're like, I know they're going to say no, but people are going to surprise you and there's going to be one or two that say yes, but you never know unless you hunt for it. Exactly. So I love that. So good. I love that. So yeah. I know from my brief. Moment in an MLM, I went to a conference and that's the only thing I took from it only thing I took I was like 15 I was like this is how I get rich quick <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> works every time
2: work <laughs> yeah. for some people just not 15 year old Allie it does. just not 15 year old Allie but that's like one thing I remember from the conference I was like yeah I'm gonna be a no monster <laughs> and, I, and now I just literally have no shame that I'm a no monster in real life so I'm like just why you're successful they'll even say no I mean yeah they're gonna say no or they're gonna yeah. do it and I'm gonna find out which one it is mm-hmm. and you kind of have to
0: get over yourself yeah. I mean, yeah really that's a lot of it is like getting over your own like ego or yeah. oh i you know i don't want to hear no or which is why a lot of people don't ask yeah. if people have an agent yeah it's the same reason it's like Definitely. i don't want to be turned down so oh. i'm not going to
2: even put it out there i always ask because you can tell either they're going to respond in a way where you can tell they don't want to talk about it and you respect that or they do want to talk about it. And you can be like, okay, well we can either meet later or discuss it right now, depending on, you know, the social social situation you're in. Um, it's not hard to read people. All you got to do is throw a line out there, figure it out. But yeah, absolutely. I also feel like, you know, your biggest strength is always your biggest weakness, and mine is that I take absolutely nothing personally. (laughs) So, that's helpful too. But that's also a skill you can learn. It is, absolutely. Absolutely. It's not like you have it or you don't. Like, you just gotta put yourself in those situations to where you get there. You just learn, Mm -hmm. you learn.
0: And that's the thing with cold leads, is you're gonna have, especially in the beginning, I feel like a lot of new agents in our office, you know, too, they have a few cold leads that go not great in the beginning, and they are just really timid. It's like you just gotta keep going. You're gonna have a few bad ones. And even as you've been doing it for a while, you might have somebody on the phone who's really unpleasant. But you know, you just gotta keep going. And if you stop because you have a couple that go awkwardly, then you're never you're never gonna learn how to handle cold leads. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, think of everything you're good at now. where you good at the beginning? Probably not. True. That's part of it. True. <laughs> really part of every process. So yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And you know, this is something kind of on this topic that I've talked about with a lot of agents in our office is real estate will bring out all your insecurities. It's just that kind of a business because you, it, it just, everything comes out. It's, you have to go, it's so personal. It hones in so much on who you are. And so you, it's a great way to overcome a lot of your insecurities because they're going to really be in the spotlight in the beginning, especially. Yeah.
2: Shines a big old light on them. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> I was just like bringing it back to like talking about dating like what's scarier cold calling or dating apps <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would rather date cold definitely call definitely oh, d- I would rather cold call Oh me <laughs> too Dating d- 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 apps, d- d- apps
0: are
1: scary. Dating apps are scarier 100% d- yeah. So Won't well, so touch them with a the 10-foot pole. Five. I tried
2: briefly. No, not for no. Oh my no. gosh, when I did it, I was like, I feel so judgmental because I was looking at people's pictures and swiping, and i was like, oh my god, that means they're looking at my picture and I'm and swiping, and I deleted it immediately. I was yeah. like, I can't take that pressure. I can't, I can't. Cold yeah, all the way. All the way. <laughs> Just keep that in the back of your
0: mind. Yes, it will never very, be very At least it's not online <laughs> dating. At least yeah. it's not online dating. <laughs>
1: next one yeah Oh gosh
0: it. all right y'all yeah well, thank you for joining us this week yeah will see you
2: nice week next week sound good